Chris is no exception. Yeah, he's a fun kid, and uh, he's been with us for a couple years, just getting on the field really this year for the first time. and uh, It's been a great addition to our program. He's, he's you know, talking about fountains about and drains, and you know, that little saying in our program. Is, he's a fountain. He's a fun kid. He works hard. Uh, he's a guy that you know, kind of rubs off on everybody else in a good way with the way that he works. And, and uh, you know, are, are, we're excited Don't about think Welcome to the Live Can't Guard You podcast. I'm here with Kendall Watson, wide receiver of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, man. It's good to have you on. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate you having me on, man. man for sure, man. I, I love having people that have uh, inspiring stories. And uh, I like having people on that uh, didn't let life guard them and uh, let little adversity uh, stop them from being great and doing things that they want to do and not letting anything hold them back. And I just wanted to uh, touch on first, our time training together, man. Uh, which I met you at D1 when we were training with Cam, everyday Cam. Shout out to oh. him. Yes, sir. But you always uh, stuck out to me as a hard worker, man. I mean, we're, uh, we'd go play our separate seasons, stuff like that. But every time you came back, we all, you were always better, man. So I always appreciated uh, training with you. Oh, man, no, I appreciate you, man. I was like, y'all were the guys who helped get me going, man. That was my first time training uh, after I had left high school, man. So, y'all y'all showed me the way y'all showed me how to work, man. So, every every summer, I always got better working with y'all, man. I, that A lot of people don't know how much that helped me uh, in terms of my development and learning how to work. Man, for real. I just – I remember we'd go do one-on-ones. So we'd sit there and we'd train hard for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Man, Cam would have us in there doing one-on-ones for another hour and a half, two hours <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yep. Long summer days. Man, long summer days. I just always remember all the, the athletes that was in there. Man, we had, like, you. We had I mean, we had Sammy. I mean, we had – Tim used to be in there. We had a lot of people. Aaron. <laughs> Trey, it was it was a lot of Trey, yeah. And then uh, Arnold Tarpley used to be in there. Yeah, you see you see about him yesterday. No, well, no, I didn't see what happened yesterday. What what was it? He got signed to the Falcons. I didn't see that. I didn't that's see that cra- at all. Yeah, crazy, crazy man. Yeah, that's so, great man, for him, man. For sure, it was always always good work with all y'all guys, man. For sure, absolutely, man. Yeah, heck yeah, man. But I know uh, I touched on this when I was uh looking up on, on you and stuff and looking up stuff, you uh, you spent your time at uh, Macaulay, a private school. How, how was your time there, man? Uh, Macaulay is different, man. Uh, it's like when you come here, it's, it's a, it really is a, a – it's not just a regular private school. Like it, even compared to other private schools, this is a much different experience, man. It's uh, You got a lot of boarding students here, so you get exposed to a lot of different people from different countries, different parts of the world uh academically it's it's very it's very tough so you i mean you got to lock in academically but then on the athletic side um you're also exposed to a a very high level of uh of facilities of coaching everything like that so um macaulay was macaulay was great man it was it was tough obviously like it was it's gonna be tough for any kid coming from a public school like that just adjusting to the culture and to how hard school is here but Mm -hmm. It definitely, definitely was was a help for me in the long run. Even though I definitely didn't see it, uh, <laughs> I didn't see it while I was here. I was just ready to leave the whole time I was here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guarantee that, man. Uh, during during your time there, like, what would you say was the your hardest time with football? Um, probably just kind of like just kind of breaking through. Like, uh, obviously, I was I was a smaller guy. 
uh, when I was young. I mean, even by the time I by the time I graduated high school, I was still only I was still only like five eight, maybe one hundred fifty five pounds. So I was always a smaller guy. Uh, always having to try to prove that I, you know, saying that I belong, that I could play. So uh, mm-hmm. there were a lot of times where I just had to prove myself to the coaching staff, uh, and it it was repetitive. It was repetitive. I always had to do extra to prove that I was that I was able or capable to play at the varsity level. Uh, and so that was just, that was just, that's just kind of, kind of been the theme of my life, honestly, just, just con- continuously having to prove it, prove it to everyone else. So that was just, I mean, once I got through that though, I mean, it was smooth selling, but it was, um, it was definitely tough. Just like trying to break through, like it took me to probably about like the end of my sophomore year before I really broke through and they started trusting me to, to play more, uh, on bar. For sure, man. Uh, I talked to Dustin Fairbanks back when uh, I started training at D1, I think my going into my senior year, so it had been my junior summer. And I remember him just telling me, hey, man, he this was, I think he was getting ready to be an assistant over there at Macaulay mm-hmm. and uh, like assistant training coach. And he'd always told me, man, Macaulay training is different, man, in that weight room. They they really get into that sports science. You, you want to touch on that at all, like how they – Go to y'all did y'all's lifting because I mean Dustin's the first person that taught me a to G uh, squat. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean it's like you from the moment you get there. I mean like you like you literally required at Macaulay like you have to have some type of after school program. Like you're not just going to school and going home. So if you're an athlete and you're not in season, almost ninety percent of the time you're gonna be in weights. So you're going to be in that weight room. And it's a, I mean, obviously it's a really nice weight room for anyone who's ever seen it. Um, I mean, it's, this, this is a weight room that is superior to a lot of colleges. So um, it's, it's really nice in there. The strength coach, coach Henderson is, I mean, he's great. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's been doing it for a long time. Uh, And he builds, he builds a great foundation. So even when you're young, you're not just going in there lifting, lifting heavy or anything like that, trying to get slow. You're literally like getting a foundation on all the basic, exercises uh in terms of olympic weightlifting and so like yeah we, we learn how to squat properly how to bench properly all these different things uh power clean everything so that like as you get older and you can start putting more weight like you start moving the weight well and you start like really developing so it's i mean it's it's tough like especially if you're on the football team you have 6 a.m workouts every single day of the summer like you got about a week off after school ends and mm-hmm. workouts start and it's six a.m. five days a week, Monday through Friday, and you out there, and you and you you gonna live and you gonna run every day. <laughs> and it's I mean, but it's all it's all a part of a program. Like he had, it's an exact program that we follow, and like every every single rep is is measured. They know exactly what what we're doing and why we're doing it. Every single rep you do in terms of your weight is based on each individual athlete. So it's like he he knows exactly. All right, this is Kendall Watson. He weighs this much. He should be able to lift this much on this exercise. And you go on there, and there's literally a chart. So like, if you got the wrong weight on, you about to get chewed out because you're not doing <laughs> you what you're know. supposed to do. Yeah, like <laughs> like they know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. So I mean, it's it's intense, man. It's intense. Like it it truly is. Like like when you look at Macaulay, it says a college preparatory school is not just academically, athletically. It is all. It is a college preparatory school too. Like you, those workouts were very hard, man. Like very. Hard. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, because Dustin brought a little bit of it to D one. 
And I was mm-hmm. just like, man, this dude's crazy. It's Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, especially, like, come in, you 13, 14 years old, man. I had never seen anything like that in my life, man. I almost passed out the first workout we had. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, another thing I want to talk uh, touch on with uh, how was that Baylor and Macaulay game, man? How was when you was there? How was that special, man? It's special. It's special, man. Baylor Macaulay is a special robbery. Uh, hasn't been much of a robbery these past these past past few years. Uh, they they I think they won maybe once since I left high school. So shout out shout out to Macaulay. Uh, we we've been dominating. Baylor's only won once in a, in a long time. So, uh, but I mean the games are intense, man. It's so much passion behind it. Uh, on both for both schools, man. Both uh, both year. I mean every year. I mean it, it doesn't matter how good or bad each team is. That game is gonna it's gonna be a good game most of the time just because of how how passionate everyone is about it and how hard yeah, it about music videos and stuff. Oh man, yeah, it's <laughs> it's gotten crazy, man. Like. Like the the view videos, the I mean, both schools literally. I mean, though your entire week is different at school just because of that game. Like we got the campus look looks different. Like we do everything so much differently. Like you got pep rallies all week. You got all types of events planned around it, like bonfires and everything else. Like football players, we don't even get to experience it. Like because we, I mean, they're like you just got to go to practice and you go home. Like if they catch you out at one of those events. Yeah, you're not playing on Friday. So it's it's I mean, but it's crazy just like seeing how much people care, especially at a high school level. Like is I mean, you would think that is that is Alabama, Auburn or Tennessee, exactly. Tennessee, Georgia or something like that. Like the way people treat it is so intense. I mean, fireworks popping after the game. I mean, it's 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 crazy, but it's I mean, it's a great experience to, to go through in high school, especially at in, in the state of Tennessee. I know for a fact there's not a rivalry even close to that. In, in the state of Tennessee. Oh, I, I, I 100% agree, man. I was – uh, Eddie had went to it this year, and he said it had his heart racing, the, the kickoff, <laughs> the opening kickoff. He said, yeah. my heart was racing like I was going to play reach. Yeah. I was like, dog, that's crazy. He was even talking about just all the talent on the field, man. He said, means I'm telling you, there was a different level. Like, there's all D1 receivers out there, man. They were all – he said, "Dude from Baylor was legit, and two of Macaulay's receivers were legit too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, they 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 they've gotten even more talented since I've left, man. I, it's a lot of good players out there. Um, yeah, I, I I I know I've heard about the kid from Baylor. I think he's committed to Alabama. Yeah, uh, uh, Macaulay has a lot of four and five stars too. Uh, good defensive backs, good receivers. I know. Uh, one, what I, I think his name's Carson Lawrence. He he had a big mm-hmm. game against Baylor. I mean, I it's the game is so important. I mean, I watched it while I was in Canada. I mean, that's like that's how much it resonates with with people who've been a part of it. Like, I watched the game all the way in Canada, and and I'm what six seven years removed from high school and still watch the Macaulay Baylor game. That's huge. <laughs> School spirit right there, though, man. It's special, man. It's special. That's awesome. But uh, that's what I want to touch on. Uh, my next point with you was. This is one thing that always stood out to me when I first started training with you was, like, I'm watching you work out. We're doing the training together, and then we're doing one-on-ones. And I'm like, man, this dude's different. You know, and I ain't, we ain't really talking that much right at that point yeah. because, you know, we struggling in camps. Yeah. But uh, trying to make it through. But I remember I was this dude's different, man. He's, he's cold. I remember just after workout, I'm like, introducing myself to you and stuff. We talking. And then I see 
that you're a walk on at Sanford. I'm like, man, no way this dude's a walk on. <laughs> but talk about that. You're talking about uh, Sanford, man. That's a, I mean, I really, I really think about when I think about you and playing, man. I, I always appreciate that you were a walk on, man. Because I mean, if you're walking on somewhere, anywhere, I mean, you really got to earn everything you get. So I know, I know from everything you've done through playing ball, you've really earned, earned your opportunities, and that, and I, I can really say I saw it from when you were a you know, freshman doing, I remember saying, you are telling us you're on scout team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen you grow so much. It's, it's awesome to see where you're at now. Oh yeah, man. No, nah, it was, uh, it was, it was, like I said, it was kind of like how high school was like, you know saying? Working your way up through scout team. Like, I mean, and it was just, it was one of those things like you just got, you got to go through the ups and downs. Like, so when I got to college, it's like, all right, you and scout team, like, man, I didn't even get a chance to like, prove that I could play in the offense like they never even gave me a chance it was straight to scout team like when we got to camp and all that so like but then obviously you know say I go to scout team you just gotta make your plays you know what I'm saying I consistently was making plays this that another and people start they start noticing so it's just uh like it was it's just one of those things I just kept doing what I had to do and I mean I won I think they gave they gave me like scout team player of the year that year or whatever and then mm-hmm. I, I mean I was never on scout team again after that um I was and so uh, and then obviously I eventually earned a scholarship um, at Sanford and then obviously got to play more and more and more mm-hmm. as, uh, each year went. But I mean there was still lots of ups and downs, man. Uh, I was like Sanford. Sanford obviously we had a lot of talent at the uh, at the receiver position. Um, so I mean it was still tough to work, work your way up up chart uh, and everything else. And then even though even though like you're know saying once you earn a scholarship you still got to deal with the, you know what I'm saying just the politics of college football. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes coaches like other guys better than you, or want to give other guys a chance, and you just gotta, you just gotta keep your head down and go to work, man. So that was, uh, that was just a thing that, that I think, uh, like if I had to say any any particular thing like that stood out to me about my college time, my time at Sanford is just like that. I just whatever, regardless of what happened, I just went back to work, man. Like whether it was fair, unfair, uh, you know what I'm saying? It was. It, it wasn't really under my control, man. I just I just controlled mm-hmm. what I could control, and I just went to work, man. That's that's really all I can. That's the only advice I can really give anyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to control what you can control, man, and everything else will fall into place the way God intends. That's awesome, man. That's huge, man. That's why I was going bumping. I mean, that's what this podcast is about is talking about how you didn't let life's adversity guard you from being successful, man. So, like, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I just really – applaud you and I and I see the hard work and I I noticed it when I mean I just I look on the game stats and you're just killing it I'm like man that dude really really came up from hard work so yeah that's where I was touching this question what was the like the main adversity that you didn't let guard you because I know nowadays you see the transfer portal so being so big like it could have I and mean, how how good you are it could have been a a thing where you could have maybe transferred somewhere else in the SoCon, transferred up or transferred down, been a day one starter, but mm-hmm. you didn't let that get in your head. You went back to work, man. You didn't make excuses. You just grinded it out. Like, just touch on that adverse you didn't let stop you or guard you from being great, man. Yeah, man. I had a uh, I had a couple incidents, honestly, man. Um, I like like I said, I was on scout team that freshman year, and so. Obviously, I did I did a good job. So we were going into that spring. You know, you get into spring training, spring practice, and all that. I've been working hard the whole spring. 
uh, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm going to get a chance to, you know what I'm saying, work my way up the depth chart. Uh, and mm-hmm. I remember the first day of practice, and we were in, literally first day of practice in the spring. I break my foot, I break, oh. I break my foot, and so it's like I put in all this work. You know, saying I did all this stuff to prove myself. I break my foot first day of spring practice, and I'm out literally. And so I literally next time I was able to practice was when we started camp. So like I missed all that time, all those opportunities to kind of like build myself up in front of the coaches and for that next season. Mm-hmm. I came back like, and so they thought I was gonna be super hurt. So I came back and I was like fifth string. I was like, Ooh. I was like, I was like fifth string going into my uh, red shirt freshman year, and I was like, man, like I used to, so I had to work my way back up from that or whatever, uh, just to get into a, a position of depth where I could even get on the field and travel. So that was like, I mean, but that was tough for me too, like just like having worked that hard and then having taken away that quick. Um, that was, that was tough, but it was like, it's also one of those things that helps you gain an appreciation for the little things. Like you never realize how quickly the game can be taken away from you, uh, until, until something like that happens until you can't be out there. Um, Mm. and so that, that was, that was one instance. Um, and then I had another instance, uh, I'm not sure exactly what you hear, but, uh, basically I got, I got benched. I got benched, man. I got benched, uh. Even though I hadn't, I hadn't really done anything wrong. Like I wasn't playing bad, but like mm-hmm. we were, we weren't winning. Our team wasn't winning, and our coaches were trying to find solutions. And so I got benched, man. I got benched, and for, so then it wasn't like I can't sit here and say that I deserve to be benched based mm-hmm. on of my performance. But they just wanted to see somebody else there, and so I mean that that messed with me mentally too. Like, mm-hmm. and so that makes you like everything in me wanted to just be like, I'm just going to shut it down. Like, like they, they not doing, they not doing me right. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they doing this. It's not, they not treating me fairly, whatever else. Like I can leave, I can go wherever else and, and I'll be fine. Like, but mm-hmm. it was just another one of those things where I was just like, you got to control what you can control. Man. And like, I know you brought up the transfer portal and all that, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it is tough. It's tough, especially like, how how you can just you got a free transfer now um yeah but it's like i think you gotta the thing you gotta remember most uh or that you gotta keep in mind when you're dealing with the transfer portal that the grass ain't always greener man um right i saw a lot of guys leave who didn't i mean they never really got a chance once they left or went to whatever other school because you gotta remember if those if you go to another school and like i mean those coaches they don't know you for real Unless uh, mm-hmm. the coach that that was at your school before, they don't know you for real. So, uh, you starting with a clean slate, which can be good for you, but it can also be bad, man. Like, so it's you take you really are taking a chance, man. You see so many guys who can go into the transfer portal and never make it out, and it's just it's tough, man. It's tough. I I, I really do encourage people to you know what I'm saying just sometimes you gotta make sure you're doing everything you can do before you decide to hit the the transfer portal. Right, you gotta That's, stick it out. Yeah, you just you're saying like if, if you're doing everything that you could possibly do and it's just not the right situation, I understand. Like you got you got to do what you got to do. But if if you blaming everybody else but yourself for what's going on or what's happening to you, then I don't know if you really I don't know if the transfer portal will be best for you. So, uh, real so yeah, yeah. Hey, that was that was really good, man. That was really inspirational. I I can't wait for some of the. Uh, the young cats that listen to this and some of the guys that are in college just trying to figure out what's going on here. here that. I mean, that's, that's great stuff right there, man. Because, I mean, you know, I, I played college ball 
<laughs> I, I've, I've been through it as being a walk-on. I've been through it as being a scholarship player where, I mean, things ain't going your way. It's getting hard. And I mean, you just get, get those doubts creeping your head. But, I mean, you just got to put your head down and always keep going. I mean, it's it's easier said than done. But when you do it, you just feel so much more appreciative for the game. Yeah. And I, I see that in you because, I mean, I'm, I'm a student of the game. I love learning. I love watching what other people do to succeed. And, like, at the receiver position – like I really tuned in, and I know from your time at Sanford, man, they had some y'all had some dogs there. I, I remember that one receiver we talked about that played. He he went to the NFL. Uh, was it Knight uh, or yeah, KJ KJ McKnight? Yep. Man, he was cold, man. I remember yep. watching his tape and just taking some of his stuff from his game and putting it into mine. Mm-hmm. He was real. Then you had a a dude that just recently went to the NFL from uh. Uh, Sanford. Uh, yeah, Montreal, Montreal, Washington. He went crazy against Florida one year. Yep, yep, yep. And you got guys like that, man. So like that just shows you the talent level that's at Sanford and at these smaller. Oh, they they have people would say smaller FCS schools. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that goes to show you. I mean, you're a professional athlete now, man. Like I couldn't be more proud of you. I'm sitting here. Get ready to put my cleats back on, feeling like watching you, man, seeing the stuff you're doing. It's awesome. Yeah, man. No, I've been blessed, man. Blessed with great opportunities, man. So, it's, it's, yeah, man. Those, I mean, those two guys that you mentioned before, man, they they really helped me a lot, especially um, especially KJ McKnight. Um, so like me and Montreal, we came in in the same class together. Oh, so cool. we uh we kind of grew up together, like throughout college, learning and stuff. Um, but he's, I mean, he's an insane athlete, man. Insane. Insane talent, man. He's just he's he just got he just got those those it factors that you want to have from every football player, man. But and then KJ, man, that's that's the he was the definition technician. I he there, there was nothing that you couldn't ask him to do at the receiver position, man. He he did it all, man. He probably I mean he might be the best route runner I think I've ever seen in in real life, man. And and that's to this day. So <laughs> even up to this day, you're to a this day. athlete. Yeah, like he's I mean, he he was special, man. He's he is special. So um I was like he's he's in the XFL now, I believe. Um and then Montreal is with the Chiefs right now. Oh, he's with he's with the Chiefs? Yeah, he's with the Chiefs. He's been that starting returner for the past three or four games. Oh that's that's nice. Yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. Man. That's great. What's the, let's uh touch on you. How is uh life as a professional athlete, man? How's that going? Man, it's it's different, man. It's just like, like I've been in school for so long, man. Like once you get, like once you get being a professional, it's like, man, it's, it's just football, and it's and it's weird, but it's also it's, it's super cool, man. Like just all the experiences you get, man. All the people uh, who who you get to come in contact with, who you meet, just uh, obviously you gonna saying the players you meet, and the fans you meet. I mean, especially like you know, what I'm saying being up in Canada you meet so many different people and you, you realize how many different people you could impact, how you, you could touch. Um, it's, it, it truly is a, it's a, it's a special experience. It's not something that people should take for granted, uh, regardless of what level you play at. If you, if you ever make it professionally, you got to understand that you truly are, uh, you truly are doing something that not many people do. Um, mm-hmm. cause I mean, it's, 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 it's special, man. It really is. Um, and you get to see how talented so many other people are, man. Like, even even in the CFL, man, you you to a good number of guys. It's like, man, how is he not playing in the NFL? Like, it's, I mean, it, they're everywhere, man. So, um, 
you just you, you truly get to see and experience uh, just how unique professional sports are. Uh, you get to see the business side of things. I mean, like it's 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 there's some good things, there's some bad things. I mean, it's it's tough out there. Um, right. So you, I mean, you, but you get to see it all, man. You get to see it all. Um, like just dealing with fan bases and stuff like that, man. Like the stuff that you just see growing up. I mean, you just you really get thrown right into it. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? You play well, people love you. You play bad, people hate you. Like, it's just, you get to see every side of it, man. Uh, you get to deal, start making business deals and all that other stuff, man. It's what you get a little bit more of now in college uh, with NILs and all that. But it's, I mean, it's it's a different experience for sure. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. What, uh, like, practice-wise, what's uh, the biggest difference with a uh, CFL professional athlete as a practice there I compared to college? Compared to – so, Sanford, I'm not going to lie, even to, to compare to college standards, we practice for a short time, especially in season. Like, in camp, practice will probably be two hours. Uh, but in season, practice is an hour 30 or less. Uh, I mean, like, late in the season at Sanford, practice is going to be maybe an hour, hour, maybe an hour, 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. – like the biggest adjustment for me was like, well, I got the camp in Canada, man, we were having, we would be on the field for three and a half hours. Jeez. So it's like, you, you really out there, man. And you gotta, uh, it's like those practices, they, they get intense, man. You gotta be locked in the whole time. Um, especially like when you get in camp too, when you are competing for a position for a spot, uh, you gotta really be locked in, man. And, but even once you get in season, man, practice is two and a half hours, three hours sometimes. So, um, I think that's 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 the biggest difference for me is just adjusting to the length of practices, um, just how many different things you do, and and how you got to stay locked in for a longer period of time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's just intense, man. You gotta you gotta really take care of your body in order to endure all that stuff, man. Heck yeah, you definitely got to, man. I that's a uh, talking about that like those practices stuff during camp. Uh, one of my one of my best friends, and he plays for the 49ers, Jawan. I mean, he's tell he told me when he first got in the league, man. He he said every practice, every rep, every, every single thing matters. He said, man, he's seen guys having great practices, and at the end of the practice, have man their hamstring pull, or mm-hmm. they didn't just didn't have a good last rep, man. They was cut at the end of that practice. That's their last practice. Is that is and then he's exactly right. <laughs> I'll take the exact same thing. I've seen super talented dudes mess up on a couple plays, and that could be the difference of you making it and not making it. All right. Everyone's going to make mistakes, honestly. But, right. man, it's, it's just about at that. Once you get to the professional level, I think the biggest thing is consistency because mm-hmm. everyone is talented. Like, every, every single person is talented. Like, you go watch everyone highlight tape, everyone got a nice highlight tape. Right, but it's just like, all right, can you can you learn the playbook? Can you consistently be where you're supposed to be? Can you get this audible check? Can you get all these things and process it? And can you think the game? Can you adjust your route the way it needs to be adjusted versus this coverage? Like it's it's all those little things that like like man, that could be the difference. Like you you make that play at the right time, that can be the difference in you making or not, or whether or not you third or fourth string. It's like. It's so many little things that, like, all these little things matter. Uh, mm-hmm. 
And so it's like you can't just come out there and just be a great athlete or you can't just come out there and make the flashy plays. You got to be able to make the routine plays every single time if you want to, if you really want to make it, man. It's crazy to think about. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. It is. You uh, you had that you'd been banged up here uh recently, what you? Yeah, I got I got hurt a little while back. I had uh, I had to go I had to go to the ER for um, I had like some internal bruising with my rib cage. Uh, it was it was it was kind of, it was kind of scary. I can't lie, but I didn't. It was it was just one of those things. It was just one of those lingering injuries. Uh, I had got I got hit on a play and just landed landed hard. Um, it just yeah, it, that, that's all that was. I but it's, it's it's physical out there. There is a, that's that's another thing that uh is different from college. It's, there's a level of physicality that it, it jumps up a little bit. Ooh, yeah. like you just talking about like blocking wise, running route oh, wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to be physical. I mean, everyone's strong, everyone's fast, man. The guys are bigger. I mean, like. You you out there playing against guys? I mean, even if they not that big, they probably stronger, fast. So it's yeah, you gotta you gotta go out there and you gotta be ready, man. It's 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 a battle. That's crazy, man. I know. Uh, that's what I mean. Man, I remember when I was in high school training with Cam. <laughs> He'd always tell me, "Hey, man, you better get your mind right. If you trying to uh, you trying to play college ball, you gonna you gonna uh, get hit by a linebacker. He gonna let, light you up." And then he go go after the, uh, and drink a beer after the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's grown men. And then NFL, you know, it's guys trying to feed their families. It's means it's their jobs. Seriously, seriously, man. Like it's different when you out there and and, and a guy's thirty years old with two kids. <laughs> His kids in the stands, man. You got to. He got everything on the line right there. His wife and kids in the in the stands. You got to go out there and be willing to take it from them, like. It's 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 tough, man. It's a dog eat dog world when you're yeah. professional athlete. Yeah, man. Like it's yeah, it's rough sledding, man. If you ain't if you ain't got the mental, the mental strength to to be able to come in there and be consistent, and to understand what you're getting yourself into, you gonna you gonna eventually get exposed. It ain't gonna take too long either. <laughs> hey, it's crazy to think about, man. Cause you know I'm a. I was in that same boat of trying to be a professional athlete, putting I put a lot of time into it, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I for, fortunately didn't work out, but I mean, you know, I, I've seen you, I've seen the work you put in, man, and uh, I'm proud of you and what you're doing right now. It's it's huge, man. Cause I've seen I've seen the work since we first met. Right. I'm super proud of you, bro. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. It's I was like, it's it's crazy that you never got opportunity, man. It's like it's. I tell people all the time, man, it's like it is about hard work and it's about all these other things, but it's also about luck, man. Like yeah. sometimes it just take a little bit of luck, like for you to get an opportunity or for someone to see you, like like the right person to see you at the right time and mm-hmm. believe in you and believe in what you're capable of, man. So it's, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. It's crazy because, I mean, obviously you taught me a lot too, so, man, it's, I was like, I appreciate you because you know you've helped me get to where I am now too. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. I pre- I really do. Uh, last last question. Uh, you didn't you didn't have a pro day or anything. You just went straight. How did how that work? You just you just reached out to you. Yeah. So it was um, I was like, so my last year in Sanford was uh, in 2022, and we made it to the uh, we were in the playoffs or whatever. We won conference and all that. We were in the playoffs. We made it to the quarterfinals and played North Dakota State. 
And mm-hmm. North Dakota State, they were reigning national champions or whatever. So we lost a tough game. So season over, career over, college career over, I'm like, man, I don't even know what I'm going to do next. And so, I mean, I had just got home for, like, Christmas break. I had just got home for Christmas break or whatever, and I was just, it was just like a Saturday night, and I get a call. And it's a man talking about he's a GM for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And he's t- talking to me about all this, and I'm at first, I'm not really, I'm not really listening to him. I'm like, man, like I ain't even did a pro day. Like, why is he trying to talk to me this early? And <laughs> like, but I mean, he stayed at it, and uh, it's, I mean, I mean, when I tell you, he called me every day for about the next week and a half until I signed. Um, and, I mean, literally every day. So, um, but the the decision, the reason I made that decision was because man like uh coming from a small school like Sanford or any really any small school um mm-hmm. you get invited to a lot of those rookie mini camps like I, I believe that I could I, that I would have gone to pro day and performed well and all that other stuff like I wasn't really concerned with that but sometimes guys get you there you just a camp body and I had saw I saw a lot of guys um that came before me at Sanford who were good players but never really got an opportunity because they were just going to be camp bodies they being looked at seriously in terms of having an opportunity to make the team, and so, right. um, and so it was just like, man, like if I go through all this work and they end up just making me a camp body, I never really get opportunity. That's you know, what I'm saying that's a waste of my time, right? But I was like, if these people are offering me an opportunity to come play professional, automatically, I ain't got to do no tryout, I ain't got to do no pro day. All I got to do is show up to camp and earn my spot. So I was like, okay, like. I like that. And I still, I was like, okay, like, I don't know. This is not a thing where I'm stuck in this league forever. If I don't, like, if I want to leave and go to the NFL, like, literally the CFL has an agreement with the NFL where you, like, if an NFL team wants to give you a workout or they want to invite you to their camp, you can do that without breaching your contract. Like, the CFL won't sue you or hold you against your will to stay in the league, anything like that. Like, they, they're willingly partnering with the NFL for that. So, I, that was my thing. I was just like, okay, I want the opportunity to go play against other professionals, um, and to actually get and actually get a, a real shot at it, a real shot at it. So I was, that was that was literally. I mean, when I signed, that was my idea in mind. Like, okay, like I'm gonna go up here and prove what I can do against other professionals, and whatever happens, happens. Like you know, what I'm saying if I'm if I'm in the CFL for the next few years, so be it. If I'm in the CFL for a year or two, and then I go to the NFL, so be it. Whatever. Wherever mm-hmm. God takes me with it. Um, but I was like, I just want to give myself an opportunity. Um, I don't want to put it into the hands. If, if I would have did a pro day or anything else like this, anything like that, I felt like I would have been putting it more in the hands of whatever scouts or whatever other people were, were there uh, to, to determine what I had going. And I didn't really want to do that. I just wanted to give myself a chance, man. That's, that's, that's awesome to hear, man. And that's, that's awesome that you didn't let, life's adversity guard you from being successful man you're doing big things you playing the cfl you're a professional athlete you beat the odds from being a walk-on earning a scholarship playing at a private school that was i mean tough tough to compete at man so yeah. i've seen the work and i've seen what you've been doing and i'm proud of you man and i, I i'm just really appreciative i was able to get you on the podcast because your your story is really motivational and uh, it'll be be a lot uh really good for a lot of people to hear man oh yeah most definitely man i appreciate you having me on man i'm glad i can come in and just share a little bit of my story man oh yeah for sure man man well 
I'm gonna let you get back to it, man. I know life as a professional athlete is pretty crazy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but, <laughs> but you got uh, y'all got, who y'all got this week? Oh no, I'm 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 uh, we I'm I just got back to Chattanooga, man. Are you I, back in Chattanooga? Yeah, I'm back in Chattanooga. So yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, we good. Yeah, we good. For sure, man. Well, we're gonna have to uh, get back in touch, man, soon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I appreciate you uh having you on Life Can't Guard You podcast, Kendall, man. It was great having you on. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Mish. All right, bro. Love. Love.